Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. Coffee Break Portuguese Lesson 4 Olá a todos e bem-vindos a Coffee Break Portuguese. Hello and welcome to Coffee Break Portuguese. Eu sou o Rafael, brasileiro de São Paulo. E sou a Eva, escocesa de Glasgow. Tudo bem, Rafael? Tudo ótimo, Eva. E você? Muito bem, obrigada. Are you ready for today's lesson? Está pronta? Um, estou pronta. Ótimo. É, eu estou pronto também, então vamos lá. It's nice to be back here for lesson four. In today's lesson, we are going to learn how to use the negative in Portuguese, also how to talk about where other people are from. And finally, we're going to learn how to say where we live using the verb morar. Sounds great. And sounds like it very much follows on from what we were learning in our last lesson, because of course, as Rafael said, this is lesson four. So we've already done three lessons of Coffee Break Portuguese. So if you haven't yet listened to them, you can do so by finding them wherever you're listening to this episode. But yeah, should we get on with today's lesson for now then? Yeah, let's start with a, a short dialogue to review what we've learned in lesson three. Sounds good. So we're going to pretend we are different people just so we can practice different nationalities and countries as well. Hmm. We'll leave a gap between our lines so our listeners can come up with their own answers. Sounds good. Okay, vamos lá. Oi, eu sou o Pepe. Como se chama? Olá, me chamo Ana. De onde é? Sou espanhol, de Granada. E você? Qual é a sua nacionalidade? Sou neozelandesa de Christchurch. Que legal! Ah, that's a new phrase at the end. What was that? Yeah, so I said uh, que legal, which means how cool, how nice. Ah. It's a um, very informal language, common in Brazil. Uh, so legal by itself means cool. We're adding que, pronounced as que. Que legal, how cool. Que legal. Que legal. And there is a, a form uh, in Portugal as well. And in Portugal, they would say something like uh, que fish. Ah. Yeah, so instead of legal, it's fish. Que fish. Que fish. 
And does that literally just mean how cool yeah. as well? It's a it's an exclamation, right? Okay, so Kiligal, Kifish. <laughs> well, I hope that was a useful review and that our listeners managed to answer those questions, filling the gaps in with your with your own nationalities. I chose to go with Neozelandesa, which is someone from New Zealand, and that was one of the ones we learnt in our bonus episode for lesson three, where we covered some some extra nationalities. And I chose to say that I was from uh, Spain, from Granada. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get started with today's topic. And uh, the first part of today's lesson is about the negatives in Portuguese. Okay. So how do we form a negative sentence in Portuguese? The first thing we have to do is identify the verb in the sentence. Mm-hmm. So, for example, sou brasileiro. Sou brasileiro. The verb there is sou, which is the verb ser. And... To put the sentence in the negative, all we have to do is add the word noun. Ah, we know that word already. Does it not mean no? Exactly. It means no. So, noun. 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 And so, can that mean no or not? If we say noun, so, are we saying I am not? That's right. It can mean no or not. Great, that sounds nice and straightforward <laughs> if it's the same word. Yeah, so that's all we have to do. Add the negative word now before the verb. Okay. For example, I could say, não sou de Portugal, sou do Brasil. And that would mean, I'm not from Portugal, I'm from Brazil. That's it. And how would you say, Ava, I'm not from England, I'm from Scotland? I could say, não sou da Inglaterra. Sou da Escócia. Não sou da Inglaterra, sou da Escócia. That's exactly right. So, maybe we can try a, a question here. And remember, because this is a yes or no question, the intonation goes up at the end. Então, você é canadense? Não sou canadense. Okay, and remember, you, you don't need to repeat uh, the nationality in your answer. You don't need to say, ah. não sou canadense. Just, não. Não sou. It's enough. Ah, so you're saying now twice. You're saying the first time is no. Yeah. And the second time is not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So now, now sou. That's right. Okay. Então, Eva, você é irlandesa? Não. Não sou. Sou escocesa. Ah. É de Edimburgo? Não. Sou de Glasgow. Muito bem. There's one more thing I wanted to ask you about some of these words before we move on. And I, it occurred to me there when I was saying so Scorsese, because I've been, since our last lesson, I've been looking at the lesson notes for all of these words, so seeing them written down. And I wanted to ask you about the ES that we have at the start of these words, because Scorsese, um, Scotia, mm-hmm. and then even words like sto. And sta from okay. como está and things like that, they begin with an ES. Is that right? Do we do we hear that E at all though? Yeah, so they are they are spelt with a ES, which in Portuguese is is. Okay. However, when we are saying the word, we're gonna pronounce it like a is. Depending on the person, that might be a bit more pronounced. So it might be escocesa. Ah. Or escocesa. Okay, so we'll hear both depending on, I guess, is it a regional difference? Some people might say Escocesa, some people might say 
scozzese. That's right. You know, they, these, these things, they change depending on the speed of our sentence and uh, also, you know, the region where people come from. Absolutely. So let's look at how we can use the verb ser with different persons. Okay. Okay, so, so far we've been talking about eu, I, and also tu or você, which is you. And that was eu sou, I am. That's right. Tu. Tu es. Tu es. And você é. Correct. Okay. Okay, so how would you ask someone about another person, right? Mm. So you want to know, for example, oh, is she English? Mm-hmm. The word for she in Portuguese is ela. 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 Ela é inglesa. Ela é inglesa. Ela é inglesa. So are we using the same word for is and she is as we are using for você é? Yes, that's right. So in the in the conjugation of this verb, there is the matching of the verb with the person, the pronoun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the same form. So você é, ela é. And also the masculine form. Ah, okay. So how would we say he is? Ele é. Ele é. Ele é. Ele é. So we have ela for she. Oh, let me just correct you there. Ela. Ela. Yes, so that's an open sound. Ah. É. É. Because the masculine form is a closed sound. Ele. Oh, okay. Okay, so there is this difference. So that was ela for she and ele for he. That's right. So for the feminine form, you know, project your voice outwards. And then for the masculine form, it's something like inward. Hmm. Ele. Ele. Ela. Ela. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if the form of the verb is the same, yeah. um, does that mean if we have ela e inglesa, would, is he English, be ele e inglês? Ele e inglês. That's exactly it. So the verb form is the same. Great. Okay, that makes sense. Good. So now you know how to talk about a third person, right? Yeah, great. Ele or ela. Okay, should we practice this? Vamos lá. So, Eva, um, if I wanted to ask you um, whether she's from the United States, whether she's North American, mm-hmm. I would ask, ela é norte-americana? No, no é. Ela é australiana. Okay, ela é australiana. Um, what if the answer was positive? So, you want to tell me that, yes, she is... Uh, North American. So I'll ask the question again. Ela é norte-americana? Sim? É? Can I say yes, she is? In the same way I can say now, now é? Okay, so not really, because it's more about usage than whether it's correct or not, okay? Okay. So in Portuguese, we tend to answer a yes or no question, if it's affirmative, with the verb that we are using in the question. Então, ela é norte-americana? É. Ah, so instead of saying yes, you're saying she is. She is, that's right. We can just answer with é. Or if you want to add the word for yes in Portuguese, which is sim, we can say é sim. É sim. 
And so literally, she is, yes. Mm. So is that more natural than saying, sim, é? Definitely more natural. Okay. So pay attention to the verb, because the verb is important in this kind of context. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Então, a little summary of what we've seen so far in this lesson. We looked at how to use the verb ser with different persons. I am, eu sou, you are, tu és, or você é. But also, she is, ela é, and he is, ele é. Yeah, great. And we also seen how to use the negative in a sentence in Portuguese. Mm. So, what's the basic principle, Eva? So, to make a sentence negative, all we need to do is add the word for no or for not, now, in front of the verb. So, I am, eu sou, I am not, eu não sou. Muito bem. And it's time for our break. And after the break, we're going to learn how to say where you live. And we're also going to hear from Catarina in today's Cafezinho with Catarina. Sounds good. Sounds interesting. Okay. Até logo. Até logo. Olá. It's Mark from Coffee Break here. I hope you're enjoying learning Portuguese through these episodes. But I thought you might like to know that we have a full online course available, which includes extra resources to accompany each lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. Our online course includes a video version of each lesson, bonus audio episodes, and written lesson notes. To find out how you can access the course and get the most out of Coffee Break Portuguese, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com. Olá, and we're back here in lesson four. So, Eva, ask me if I'm from Portugal and then listen to how I answer and see if you can work out what I'm saying. Okay, sounds like a good challenge. So, Rafael, você é de Portugal? Não, não sou português. Sou brasileiro, mas agora moro em Lisboa. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, the first half of that sentence... We we know, that's fine. You said, no, I'm not Portuguese. I'm Brazilian. Yes. And I'm going to guess what the next part meant. And I only really know that because you said before the break we were going to be talking about where we live. So I think, did you say something about uh, Lisboa? Lisbon? Um, I, I live in Lisbon? That's right. I said, moro em Lisboa. I live in Lisbon. Okay, let's hear that one more time. Moro em Lisboa. Moro Em Lisboa. That's it. What's that sound in the middle there for in? Oh, it's em. Ah, em. Just like bem, from tudo bem. Em. Em. Moro em Lisboa. Moro em Lisboa. That's right. So, when we are talking about cities, that's the um, preposition that we are going to use. Okay? But we'll talk more about this in a second. Okay, and does it work the same for... Most other cities, I could say, moro em Glasgow, for example. Sim, moro em Glasgow. Okay. So I can say, I live, and what about you live? So the tu form would be, tu moras. Tu moras. Tu moras. Tu moras. And the other option would be with você. Você mora. Você mora. Você mora. Você mora. 
okay, so it's the same start of the words. We're using the same verb, obviously, but we have a different ending for each one. So, moro for I live, tu moras for you live, informally, and we'll say mora without the S. That's right. Or you live in the Vosse form. Now, based on what we learned when we were talking about how to say he is English or she is English, and the word for is, it was the same for the he and she form as it was for você. Yes. Does the same apply here? Can we say like ele mora and ela mora? That's right. So ele mora, ela mora. It's the same ending for the verb as the one for você. Okay, so going back to your phrase when you said you lived in Lisbon, what was that again? Mas agora, moro em Lisboa. And so what's the start of that phrase? So we have two words, mas agora. And the first word is mas. 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 And can you guess what it would mean in English? Does that mean but? You're saying but. That's right. I live in Lisbon. Yeah, I'm Brazilian, but I live in Lisbon. Okay. Okay. So, mas. And the second word after that was agora. 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 Agora, which means now. Okay. So, but now I live in Lisbon was... Mas agora moro em Lisboa. Mas agora moro em Lisboa. Good. And I think your pronunciation is quite good there as well, because we have the word mas joining with agora, so the sound there turns into a z. Mm. Okay, when the S from mas is connecting with the A from agora. Mm-hmm. So, mas agora. Mas agora. Well done. Okay, so now we know how to use the verb to live, morar, quite well. Um, but, Rafael, how would we ask somebody, where do you live? Onde você mora? Onde você mora? Onde você mora? Onde você mora? That's right. So, but now let's take a minute here to talk about this question and other questions that are similar to this one. What I mean is, we are asking the question, onde você mora? We know that we can drop the word você Mm. because that's implied in the verb. So I could just ask, onde mora? Onde mora? And the context would tell me who I'm talking to. Mm, Okay. Just like we said, como está, rather than... Como está você? Exactly. Which was unnecessary. Yes. And now that you mentioned that, I was asking, onde você mora? So, where you live. But I could also ask, onde mora você? Ah. Where live you? Então, the Portuguese language is very flexible in this sense. Okay. So, to ask you, where do you live? I can either say, onde você mora? Or, onde mora você? Or, simply, Onde mora? That's right. There are other possibilities, but they are not as common as these ones. Mm. Of course, the same applies to tu and other personal pronouns as well. Ah, so that could be onde tu moras or onde moras, quite simply, or onde moras tu. Exactly. So let me ask you a question, Eva. <laughs> I think I can guess what it'll be. <laughs> Morning, Londres. No. Não moro. Moro em Glasgow. Uh, e você? Moro em São Paulo, no Brasil. 
Okay, so you've answered saying you live in São Paulo. Yes. Um, in Brazil. No Brazil. In Brazil. No Brazil. No Brazil. So again, we are using the preposition em. Ah, okay. But remember, Brazil is a country that requires a masculine article. Mm. So o Brasil. I'm combining em with the article o no. So just like for when we were saying where which country we were from, mm-hmm. we had so do Brasil, which was the combination of the preposition de plus o. This time we have the preposition em plus o, and it becomes no Brasil. Yeah, no Brasil. Of course, when I say it, it sounds like no Brasil, no. No Brasil. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about this preposition, the preposition em, which is used to establish a relationship of location. It would be equivalent in English to in or at. Okay. Okay. So the the rules are basically the same as for the preposition de, which we've studied in lesson uh, number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are going to use this with a city, but also with a country. Remember, cities are not normally preceded by an article. Mm. So, em São Paulo, em Glasgow. It's a little bit different with countries because they are preceded by articles. No Brasil, na Escócia. And what happens with the exceptions? Portugal, for example. Ah, so to say I live in Portugal. Well, when we had I am from Portugal, we didn't have an article. We just said so de Portugal. Mm-hmm. So for I live in Portugal, could I say moro em Portugal? Moro em Portugal. That's right. Okay. Okay. And just going back to I live in Scotland. So that was the same sort of pattern we had with so da Scotia. I am from Scotland. We had da. You said na? Yes. Moro na Scotia. I live in Scotland. Okay. Moro na Scotia. Okay. So, just a few examples here. Moro em Lisboa, em Portugal. Moro em Lisboa, em Portugal. I live in Lisbon, in Portugal. Moro em São Paulo, no Brasil. Moro em São Paulo, no Brasil. I live in São Paulo, in Brazil. Moro em Dublin, na Irlanda. Moro in Dublin, in Ireland. That's it. I live in Dublin in Ireland. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So that's our em, no, and na for our three ways of saying in. The first, just with the preposition on its own, em, and then the second, combined with the definite article o, no, and the third, combined with the article a, na, right? That's right. And remember, we have plural forms as well. Oh, of course. <laughs> so okay. if we're talking about the United States and you want to say in the United States, the article is os, sounds, uh, it can sound like us. So nos Estados Unidos. Nos Estados Unidos. Nos Estados Unidos. Nos Estados Unidos. So to say I live in the United States, I could say moro nos Estados Unidos. That's right. Okay. And the feminine form would be nas Ilhas Canarias. Nas Ilhas Canarias. Nas Ilhas Canarias. Nas Ilhas Canarias. Moro nas Ilhas Canarias. That's right. Okay, 
Do you have some other countries for us while we're at it? Yes, so I have um, Sweden. Mm. So in Sweden, na Suecia. Na Suecia. Na Suecia. And I'm guessing from Sweden would be da Suecia. So could I say so da Suecia? Yes. Moru na Suecia. You could certainly say that. It would be a bit of an unnatural sentence <laughs> to say, I'm from Sweden. I live in Sweden. No, that's fine. But it's good practice. <laughs> um, and I also want to teach you how to say uh, the United Kingdom. Ah, okay. Yeah, so the United Kingdom is o Reino Unido. Three words there. O Reino Unido. O Reino Unido. O Reino Unido. And then in the United Kingdom, no Reino Unido. No Reino Unido. No Reino Unido. No Reino Unido. Moro no Reino Unido. Eu também moro no Reino Unido. <laughs> okay, great. That's useful. And it's time to hand over to Catarina. Olá, Catarina. Olá. Bem-vindos ao cafezinho de hoje. Welcome to today's cafezinho. In this episode, we've been learning to talk about where we live, and I'm going to help you with some more practice of this topic. Allow me to introduce myself. Chamo-me Catarina. Sou portuguesa, de Lisboa, mas agora moro em Edimburgo, na Escócia. Did you understand? I said my name's Catarina. I'm Portuguese from Lisbon, but now I live in Edinburgh, in Scotland. Did you notice I said, chamo-me Catarina? Rafael mentioned that in Brazil, and also in African Portuguese-speaking countries, it's common to say, me chamo, for I'm called. But in Portugal, we tend to swap things around in this construction and say, chamo-me. Of course, if you said, me chamo Christopher, I would understand you. It's just another little point to mention about the slight differences between the Portuguese spoken in Portugal and the Brazilian and African varieties of the language. I remember when I first moved to Scotland and I used the word sidewalk to talk about the pavement. I had watched many American TV shows where I heard the word sidewalk all the time. But in Scotland, we say pavement. Of course, my Scottish friends knew exactly what sidewalk meant, And I think they must have watched the same American TV shows as me. That's the great thing about learning languages. We can learn to appreciate the differences and it makes the whole experience richer. That's it for this cafezinho. I hope you've enjoyed it. Obrigada e adeus. Muito obrigada, Catarina. Eva, já foi a Lisboa? Have you ever been to Lisbon, where Catarina is from? No, I haven't. Have you? Yes, um, I have. And uh, I really enjoy going to Lisbon every now and then. So many nice cafes and, and bookshops. <laughs> ah, lovely. How about some conversation practice now? That sounds good. Yeah, we can put into practice some of what we've learned today. Okay, so I'll leave it to you to ask me a question. Rafael, você é de Portugal? Não, não sou português. Sou brasileiro, mas agora moro em Lisboa. E você? Onde mora? Eu sou de Glasgow, mas moro no Rio de Janeiro, no Brasil. Ah, muito bom. Ok, so that was a, 
I'm from Glasgow, but I live in Rio in Brazil. Excellent. Yeah, tudo por hoje. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson four from Coffee Break Portuguese. And don't forget that the Coffee Break Portuguese experience doesn't stop here. We have more content to help you learn Portuguese and master this beautiful language. Exactly. If you'd like to see how all of the words and phrases that we're using are, are written, are spelt, then we have a video version of each of these lessons where you'll see the Portuguese words on screen as you hear them. We also have a bonus audio episode for each lesson and written lesson notes to help you make faster progress with your Portuguese. And you can find all of this at coffeebreakportuguese.com. And sign up to our mailing list to get more tips and tricks on how you can learn Portuguese on your coffee break. Again, just go to coffeebreakportuguese.com for all the information you need. Então, até a próxima! Até logo! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>